Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, how are you doing? Are you surviving? Is there rain where you are? Is it sunny where you are? Is it hot where you are? It's been hot this past week. I mean, just unbearably hot. Just trying to survive. Rolling right straight into August, aren't we? In the in the middle of August, in the dog days of summer. I am ready for cooler weather. Not quite ready for snow yet. Had snow less than three months ago here. Not ready for snow yet, but ready for cooler weather. Just don't want to sweat all the time. Today we look at the June 1989 Clash of the Champions from the NWA and WCW. Clash of the Champions 7, Guts and Glory, took place on June the 14th, 1989 from the Rips Epps Fitness Center in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. The show did a 3.8 rating on TBS. This show was used to build towards the Great American Bash 1989 pay-per-view coming up on July the 23rd. Lieutenant General Carl Steiner welcomes us to the Clash. It is the Army's birthday, and he thanks WCW for bringing the Clash to Fort Bragg. Rundown of the card and the opening credits. Jim Ross and Bob Caldwell welcome us to Fort Bragg. Flags are presented as the national anthem is sang. This crowd is hot, literally and figuratively. Some wrestlers are shown with the Army guys on the obstacle course. We go to our first match, the semifinal of the NWA World Tag Team Championship Tournament. The Dynamic Dudes, Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace, versus the Fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin with Terry Gordy. Jimmy Garvin replaced Terry Gordy, who participated in the first round match. This is Garvin's debut as an official Freebird, although he had been loosely associated with the team since 1983. The Freebirds beat the Road Warriors in the first round, while the Dynamic Dudes beat Jack Victory and Rip Morton. The Dudes start out hot. The crowd is really digging the Dudes. The Freebirds start coming back. Back and forth. Michael Hayes sneaks in and DDTs Douglas so Garvin can pin him. We get a wrestling hotline commercial. Ranger Ross versus the Terrorists. Jack Victory is under the mask yet again, having previously appeared at past clashes. That's Russian Assassin number two and the Blackmailer. Ranger Ross is supremely over with the crowd. A Ranger chant goes out. Jim Ross says that he would like to have a cold Coors Light and a slice of Domino's Pizza. Now, let me just tell my Jim Ross story real quick. Right when I first got on Twitter, I started following Jim Ross and interacting and one day I just happened to hear 
that the clash was unbearably hot. The building was unbearably hot that day. And so one morning, I just tweeted Jim Ross. I was on my way to breakfast, stopped, tweeted him. Was the clash at Fort Bragg the hottest show you ever called? Got my breakfast, and as I was sitting down, I checked my phone again. And he said, yes. I sweated through my socks, threw them away. So years later, I went to one of Jim Ross's live shows that he did and got the VIP experience and went up to meet him, and he was fantastic. He spent about five to ten minutes with every single person there in the VIP line. Make sure that they all got a unique, I've got a lot of time for Jim Ross. When I got up there, however, I know that he gets all the time the question about the Hell in the Cell match and as God is my witness and all of these things. And I don't like to ask the questions that they get a million times. And he shook my hand, asked me how I was. And I said that we have interacted a few times on Twitter. And he said, I didn't tell you to fuck off, did I? I said, no. I said, I asked you a question about the clash from Fort Bragg and asked you if it was the hottest event ever. And you told me you sweated through your socks. He said, I did. And Jeremy Borash was also there and was working and, and he was there and we took pictures together. And he said, you know, that clash was the craziest thing. He says, I'm working in that I'd like to have a slice of Domino's pizza and a cold, and a cold Coors Light. And TBS executives got mad at me for mentioning that I would like to drink a beer on television. Even though Coors Light is an advertiser, they are a sponsor of the show. Coors Light is on all the four corners of the ring. They're a sponsor. Domino's Pizza is a sponsor. Jim Ross is doing his job. He's working in the sponsors. And he said, I got in trouble for that. TBX executives were mad with me. And Jamie Borash had never heard the story. I'd heard a version of it that Jim Ross had told before. And he said, so what did you do? And he said, finally, Ted, meaning Ted Turner, just put an end to it. He said, that's stupid. They were the advertiser. He was doing his job, and that was the end of it. So that was the craziest thing. So anytime I see this show or talk about the show, I think about that story and about how everyone who was involved says, yes, absolutely, the hottest night, literally ever in wrestling. Ranger Ross wins with the combat kick in what is a total squash. A video of the Road Warriors is shown next. Jim Ross is in the ring for the Dragon Shy demonstration for the Great Muda, who is with Gary Hart. Trent Knight and Mike Justice are the wrestlers in there for the demonstration. Gary Hart says they aren't worthy. Muda wants real competition like Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Ric Flair. Eddie Gilbert comes in to burn Muda, but Muda throws Trent Knight in the way and he gets the fireball. Then we have one of the most infamous debuts in wrestling. George South and Cougar J versus the Ding Dongs. The Ding Dongs are Jim Evans and Richard Sartain. This was Jim Hurd's idea of a group that kids could cheer because we've got to be like the WWF at the time. Jim Ross and Bob Caudill don't want to have anything to do with it, you can tell. 
They talk about where the NWA is going to be instead of the match for the majority of the time that the match is going on. Thankfully, the match doesn't go on long and the Ding Dongs win after a flying knee drop, flying elbow, double team move. Congressman Charlie Rose wishes the Army a happy birthday. Our second semifinal of the NWA World Tag Team Championship Tournament, the Midnight Express, Stan Lane, and Bobby Eaton with Jim Cornette make their way to the ring. A drunken fan comes in and Cornette says they are going to save his life and let him sleep it off. He then does his introduction of the Midnight Express. The chroma key has been malfunctioning all night and will continue to malfunction all night and is not showing anyone's name when it comes up. So you just keep getting the WCW chroma key where the names should come up. No names all night long. The Samoan SWAT team, Samu and Fatu with Paul Lee dangerously come to the ring. The Midnight Express have beat Bob Orton Jr. and Butch Reed in the, in the first round of the tournament, and the SST beat Ranger Ross and Ron Simmons. Cornette and Dangerously go at it. These teams go at each other hard during this match. The Samoans have control for most of the match. The referee goes down, and the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering come down to get revenge on the SST. They take them out, and the Midnight Express win. The crowd loves it. They then replay the Terry Funk attack on Ric Flair. They talk about the Triple Crown King of the Hill Battle Royals taking place during the Bash Tour. Terry Gordy versus Steve Williams. Billed as the Battle of the Bulls. They start hard and just beat the hell out of each other. JR talks about this feud starting in Mid-South in the UWF. Jim Ross and Bob Caldwell talk about the heat and the Coors Light again. Williams and Gordy fight in and out of the ring. This is the definition of a stiff match. It lives up to the Bull moniker. JR is pushing Coors Light hard during the broadcast. They brawl down the aisle as both get counted out. A bullshit chant goes out. Mike Justice versus Norman the Lunatic with Teddy Long. Norman's debut here. It's a total squash win for Norman. They take Norman out locked onto a stretcher because he's crazy. Another King of the Hill Battle Royal promo. Jim Ross talks to the Freebird. They talk about being high on Freebird Mountain. I can believe that. Video on Flying Brian, who is coming to the NWA. Australian tag team match. Kevin Sullivan and Mike Rotunda versus the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott with Missy Hyatt. This match is one of the very first matches that the Steiner brothers had together. A Syracuse suck chance goes out. Jim Ross again pimps Coors Light. He then again throws subtle shade at the WWF by thanking the fans of the NWA in Connecticut, especially Stanford. The Steiners are over with the crowd. Sullivan and Rotunda throw Scott onto the announce table at one point. The crowd is digging this match hard. Sullivan grabs Bob Caudle's chair and distracts referee Nick Patrick while Rotunda suplexes Scott onto the chair for the pin. Jim Ross talks to Jim Cornette. He hits on the Freebirds, the SST, and Paulie dangerously seemingly without ever taking a breath. North Carolina Governor Jim Martin wishes the Army, Fort Bragg, a happy birthday and a happy flag day. NWA World Television Championship match Sting versus Bill Irwin. 
The crowd loves Sting. Irwin has a whip to start. He has the advantage to start. Sting takes over. A Sting chant goes out. Sting hits the splash and gets a roll-up pin to win the match. A video on Scott Gator Hall. Jim Ross interviews Ric Flair at Flair's home. Flair has a neck brace and a Lakers jacket on. He talks as if he is leaning towards retirement. A very low-key yet believable angle. They bring up the plane crash, so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. He announces that he will make a decision on July the 1st. He says that he will get back at Terry Funk. Yet another King of the Hill promo. The finals for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. The fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin with Terry Gordy versus the Midnight Express, Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton with Jim Cornette. Paulie dangerously hits Jim Cornette with a loaded tennis racket before the match starts. The dynamic dudes take Cornette to the back. The Freebirds have the early advantage. The crowd hates the Freebirds. The Midnight Express start a comeback. Lane DDTs Hayes. The Midnight Express hit a flapjack on Garvin. Gordy powerbombs Eden and the Freebirds get the win and the titles. A top 10 rankings match. Terry Funk versus Ricky Steamboat. Piece of work Bonnie Steamboat shown clapping in the arena. Even with no Ric Flair, they open the dueling chop houses. These two work well together. They battle in and out of the ring. Funk hits a neckbreaker. Steamboat spends a long time on the top rope because Funk is out of position. Steamboat finally hits Funk with a chop. They go to the outside. Funk hits a pile driver on Steamboat. Referee Nick Patrick gets knocked out. Funk hits a running pile driver on Steamboat on the outside. Funk gets several two counts. Funk hits Steamboat with a microphone to get disqualified. Lex Luger comes in with a chair to chase Funk off. Luger talks about what he's been going through. He then attacks Steamboat. He clotheslines him, hits him with the chair, then puts the torture rack on him. Jim Ross and Bob Carter recap that and everything else that's gone on that night before signing off from Fort Bragg. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find the show. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at CupOfJoePod. You can email the show at CupOfJoeWrestlingShow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.